0: The readings of last Sunday's Mass were a little surprising for us. It was the first Sunday of Advent, the first day of the new liturgical season, the first day of the new liturgical year. And for several weeks before last Sunday, we had readings building up to Christ the King Sunday, readings which were very apocalyptic in their theme. Readings which spoke about the end times, the end of the world, the final judgment, and the coming of Christ back again in glory. And last Sunday, many people were expecting on the first day of the new liturgical season, the first day of the new liturgical year, the first Sunday of Advent, they're expecting to hear readings to prepare them for the birth of baby Jesus in a manger. Yet they were confused by what we actually heard. We heard in the first reading from Isaiah, we heard Isaiah telling God, you have hidden your face from us. And in the gospel, Jesus was admonishing us, warning us to stay awake, to watch, be alert, because you do not know when the time will come. And now, today, we're in the second Sunday of Advent. Christmas is just 15 days away. So let's get the train back on the track. Let's get into the Christmas mindset. Let's finally hear about baby Jesus and the manger and the shepherds and the angels and presents and Christmas lights and cookies. So let's go to the readings today. From Isaiah, first reading, Comfort, give comfort to my people, says your God. Okay, not exactly Christmas, but it's more Christmassy than be alert. So I'll take that. The responsorial psalm, Kindness and truth shall meet, justice and peace shall kiss. Well, it's a little bit different than mistletoe, but at least the heavens are not being torn open, as we heard in last week's readings. Let's go to the second reading, St. Peter. The day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a mighty roar, and the elements will be dissolved by fire. The heavens will be dissolved in flames and the elements melted by fire. Okay, can somebody please tell me when we're going to start talking about getting ready for Christmas? Let's go to the gospel. John the Baptist, maybe he can save the day here. John the Baptist comes wearing clothes made of camel's hair. I've ridden many camels in Egypt, trust me, the hair of camels is not soft. And he's eating grasshoppers. Doesn't sound like Christmas to me, at least in the world sense, but we have to listen very carefully to the gospel because John the Baptist is the forerunner of the Christ. His entire mission, his entire role is to prepare the way of the Lord. In many ways, John the Baptist is the last prophet of the Old Testament and the first prophet of the New Testament. He's there when Jesus is there. His whole mission is to prepare the people for the coming of the Anointed One, the Messiah, the Savior, whose birth we await. He is very important, and you don't have to take my word for it, Jesus, in the Gospel of Matthew, says this, Among those born of women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. Sounds pretty important to me. So we need to pay very close attention to what John is telling the people then and now, what they need to do to prepare for the entrance of the Messiah into the world. And what is he asking people to do? Repent. He's asking people to turn away from their sins and repent. This is confusing for many people. I mean, when are we going to hear about how to prepare for the birth of Jesus Christ? In just 15 days from now we just did. It's through repentance. If you invite a guest into your home, chances are you're going to spend some time cleaning it, at least taking a few moments to pick some things up off the floor, right? It's human nature. More often than not, when I'm asked to visit somebody's home to bless it, I know that the family has taken some time, sometimes considerable time, to clean it. Because I know in some of those families there are crazy kids. And I know the minute I leave the door, it becomes a disaster zone again. But it's human nature to want to make things nice if a guest is coming. We're preparing to welcome a guest to our very soul, our very heart, Jesus Christ. And so it's important that we tidy up our soul. We allow God through the Sacrament of Reconciliation to forgive our sins. We repent. And we prepare for the Son of God in this way. So how are the scriptures today telling us to prepare to welcome the Christ child? Repent. Not hang up Christmas lights. Not by presents. Not by planning Christmas dinners. Now all of these things are good. But if we make all these preparations without preparing in the way which God has asked us to prepare through the scriptures, to prepare for his son through repentance, then we will not be ready. And that's a fact. It doesn't matter how many cookies you make. It doesn't matter how many presents you you wrap or give away. You will not be ready. You will not be ready. Why is this? Because Jesus Christ is love itself. Jesus Christ is mercy itself. The mission of Jesus Christ, the purpose of Jesus Christ, is to forgive your sins. The purpose of Jesus Christ being being born in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago was not to give you an occasion once a year to buy presents and give them to people. That's not why he came into the world. The reason why he came into the world is on the cross right in front of us. And so to prepare adequately and fully to receive Jesus Christ, who is mercy and love itself, we need to turn away from sin and repent. So once again, even if you, if you decorate your house in such a way that there's so many lights that it can be seen from outer space in low orbit, if you don't repent, you will not be ready for the Christ child. The scriptures make it very clear to us this morning what we need to do to prepare our heart, our home, and our life for the birth of the Son of God. Repent. Praise be Jesus Christ.